Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in Geneva, Illinois, and my co-host is... And first of all, um, our church is in St. Charles, Illinois. What did I say? Geneva. All right, let's start over. (laughs) Okay. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast on its third take here, exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship and lead host of the podcast. You are not the lead host. Uh, apparently, these websites think I am. What websites uh, say that you are... Uh, Monergism. Okay, so it lists you first. It lists that me doesn't first. imply lead yeah, host. Does. Oh, I got top and, bill. But you said websites, so were you lying? Or no, is the Pathos. That one guy on Pathos. All right, dang it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Fine, you're the lead host. Um, now, I said this was a third take. Mm-hmm. We, listen, guys, we don't like to edit. No. We like to just run through it and do our thing. Uh, but Jimmy said something stupid. And, uh, I don't he know said, about that. Oh really? No, we don't. No one cares about. Oh, this. okay. So, uh, so we started over. Yep. And then I said something stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, you forgot. I forgot what city. You we forgot in. what city we live in. So now we're on our third, and we're not. Gonna, doesn't matter any more goof ups because we. This is us. We're not going to edit stuff out in the middle. We just keep. We going. don't do that. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? All right. So set. Go. All right. Wait. So we did all thing. Yep. Well, what's up, man? How you Nothing. doing? Uh, Tell I everybody do... where we're at. What are we doing? We are in Joe's garage. That's why it probably sounds a little echoey or boomy. Uh, but we are in his garage enjoying some cigars, uh, wholesome beverage. Yep. And uh, what are these? Incense to cigars. The glory of God. Yeah, man. These are uh, these are some New good. World. People call them stink sticks. Sometimes they call them what? Stink sticks. If they don't like cigars. Oh, okay. Uh, all your wives that don't like cigar smokes. If you're a cigar smoker, or if your husband doesn't like it, and some of you women who listen to our podcast, we know you are out there representing us well. If you smoke cigars and your husband doesn't, they can all call them stink sticks. Mm-hmm. But we call them the good gifts of God. Mm, God's blessing God. upon us. Yeah, we're smoking some AJ Fernandez New so, World. So, what are we going to be talking about today? All right. Well, um, I want to show you something. I, I, oh wait, you, Jimmy doesn't know what I'm going to what I'm about to show him. Do but, I have to edit this? What? I don't know. I don't know. No, what are you I, show? we don't do that. No, okay, I'm but gonna, I'm, I don't know what's going it's on. It's not a total surprise. You haven't seen this. I got it in the mail today. Okay. You know it's coming, but you didn't know that it was coming today, and so you probably won't know it is until you open it. So hang on. Let me get it. All right. Because it's super, super cool. All right. All right. So tell everybody what you're holding. I am holding a pouch. It's a pouch. It's it is not pouch. filled with cigars, pipes, no. or tobacco, but it kind of looks like that kind of It does of look like that, yeah. It's got a cool feel to it. Can I open it? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. it's a knife from Reformed Knife. Two knives, yeah. Two knives. What's this? How do you... Do you, you just pull, pull it open, pull it out. Now, you could kill somebody with that thing. Dang, dog. It's, it's small, that but it's nice. just the it right... It feels good. It feels really good. Now, this guy at Reformed Knives... Uh, homeboy just makes these. He makes them by hand. Wow. Uh, does now, some tell laser. Tell about the design on this one. All right. Uh, Are they both the same? 
Yeah, they're both the same, just have different design, like different uh, laser etching. So one of them has the DD logo on it. We'll have these pictures in the show notes. And then the other one has our heart and our crown from the latest D&D designed by Peter Voth. Bam. Uh, and they're, they're a little simplified for uh, the purpose of getting them on a small blade. Now, these are not lock blades or assisted open blades that I normally carry. Uh, these... Like a hunting? I think they're like some kind of hunting knife. They come in this cool pouch that they snap into, spin it around if it ain't going in good and try it that I way. I got it, I got it. And uh, like one of them has a lanyard, so you wear it around your neck and you just pop it out the bottom. You just pop Really? Just, just like it. that? You would... Oh, it's cool. I, I did it. You did you? Yeah, it's cool. It won't come it won't out. It fall out? No. That feels heavy. That's a nice heavy. And then the other one has comes with this thing right there this and that, right you can here. hook it onto your belt. Oh. So, Jimmy, you can have whatever one you want. Well, I'll take that uh, one. If you guys want a cool knife, and he makes all kinds. He makes lock blades. I mean, he didn't send us lock blades. You know, like... The kind of carry, but anyway, oh, stop. No, I was just saying, um, these are super cool. He makes all kinds. He Check made out. these by hand. Thank for you very us, much for as a gift, dude. As a gift, I, I'll be honest. That is now the coolest knife I own. I have a few. Yep, I would say that's the coolest knife I own. I'm Bam. super grateful. We're very humbled and honored. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you. All right, man. What are we going to be talking about today? Um, well, it's kind of a hard subject. What do you mean? Well, can we pray about it? What are we going to pray about? Well, I heard from a friend who heard from a friend that saw someone's cousin yeah. um, do something, and oh. I, I just want to pray about it. So we're going to, we're going to, so you're not gossiping or anything, though. Well, no, you're, I'm praying. We're just going to pray about I'm this? I'm just going to pray about right. this. Right, because, yeah. Because I'm going to pray because I'm, I'm going to, you know. Just in case something is going just on. Just in case something's going on. Right. I just don't want, I don't want to be presumptuous. I just want to right. pray because that's my heart as a believer. Okay, cool. Because after this. After this, well, I, I need to share something with you, just a burden that I have okay, on my heart. good, good. Because I've noticed uh, somebody in the church, yeah, and uh, I'm not sure, but it really looks like they're um, going down the wrong path. Mm. And so I'm just We should pray about that. I'm just going to, well, we can pray about it, but I just need to unburden myself because oh, I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do? Maybe but but they asked you? No, no. Like I, part, I don't know. I, maybe, nothing, maybe nothing's going on. I don't know. So I'm just going to tell so you're you not, what to so do. So you're not part of the situation. No, no, no. They haven't asked you to be part of it. No, no, no. So, but I need to you're ask you what I should. What, I, what do I do as an outsider? Because I'm on the outside. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at. I don't know what that is. <sighs> that a song? Yes. Okay, listen. We're talking about gossip. All right, gossip. We're going to talk about. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know that song reference. What, what is that? I think it's Disturbed. I don't listen to that kind of music. I listen okay. to metal or I listen to. Like, he was Disturbed back in the. Disturbed was never. If even close to metal. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's not Scandinavian metal, so it's... Uh, there's it's all okay. kinds of metals. Power metal, which is nothing like the Scandinavian death metal that I enjoy, the melodic death metal. Uh, anyways. Anyways, gossip. We're talking gossip. about gossip. Gossip. Uh, almost as dangerous as uh, bad hard rock. <laughs> what is gossip? I didn't, I didn't say Nickelback. Oh, that is like <laughs> one of the words. All right. hey, some people have guilty pleasures, all right? If you like right. Nickelback and that's your guilty pleasure, whatever. Um, so... People don't, I, I don't know, I don't feel like a lot of people talk about gossip. A lot of people gossip, but I don't see a lot of articles on gossip. Every once yeah. in a while I'll see something. I don't see a lot of, I don't hear a lot of sermons about gossip until. Until there's an issue in the church. <laughs> yeah, in the past. And then everybody wants oh, to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I've got, so um, podcasts, I don't hear podcasts talking about no, gossip. No, So we thought, let's go ahead and talk about it. Because um, like everybody else, we've experienced gossip about, about us. About us. But, and, so, but I would you, also say, I mean, over at times, at least for me, I know that I have sinned in that way. Oh, we all have. We've yeah. all gossiped. And so I, know, I just don't want to say like, oh, we've experienced it, but we've never actually done it. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, every, I just want every, to make sure we're all on the same Everybody page. has fallen prey to this sin and has been victimized by this Absolutely. sin. Absolutely. Right? So, Jimmy, if you were going to explain what gossip is mm-hmm. to somebody, like what? Because there's no definition no, really no. in scripture. So what is gossip? 
I would say uh, the unnecessary and often negative speech or talk about the other person without them around. Okay, good. That's really good. So we've got, um, it's the sharing of information. Yep. Whether it's true or false. Mm-hmm. About somebody mm-hmm. who isn't there. Yep. Who is not a part of this conversation. Correct. Probably would not be a part of this conversation. You wouldn't say this. You wouldn't this, say it in front of them. Right? You probably wouldn't say this in front of them. Um, and if it's false information, if it's lies, it's a form of gossip called slander. Yep. Um, it could be something even true, though. Yeah. It could be something yeah. very true about them that we are sharing out of turn. Correct. I like that, that out of turn. That is probably uh, harmful for them. If this information is shared again, whether it's true or false, I think that's a good way. So you think you think all gossip is harmful? Is like when you all, said that? Yes, okay. I think all gossip is. I, that's how I view it. Otherwise, I don't know why it would be gossip. You know what I mean? Like if I'm sharing something complimentary and good about somebody that would generally be an honor to them, I wouldn't be afraid to say it in front of them. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's that's the indicator. Would you say it in front of them? Yeah. Now, um, now just because now just because you might say it in front of them does not mean that it isn't. Gossip, because you might say something false that or and yeah. harsh to somebody else, making it gossip, and you would be kind of a jerk, and you would say it to their face anyways. That yeah, can yeah, still yeah, be yeah. gossip, yep, yep. but that is a really that's a really good indicator whether or not you would share this if they were in, if they were right there. Yeah, and how you would share, right? right? You might share it in a in a different way if the person's not there than if they're standing right in front of you. Right, right. So, what what is it that makes gossip dangerous? We'll start with that. I think uh, uh, you just look at the the ninth commandment, right? Like bearing false witness, right? It is a sin. Yeah. So we bear false witness when we lie mm-hmm. about someone. Uh, when we and you can you can lie about someone by simply implying things or suggesting things. Um, but we also bear false witness when we refuse to stand up for someone mm-hmm. when they are being maligned or gossiped about. So like if someone's trying to gossip to us and mm-hmm. we don't stop them. Right. I'll and we what, actually listen to it. Read Thomas Watson on the Ten Commandments, specifically on the Ninth, uh, or any Reformed guy, Puritan guy, on this, because they're really quick to point out, well, there is the negative, don't bear false witness, but then there is the implied positive, you would better tell the truth and stand up for people, mm. even if you don't like them, yep. even if they are your enemy, you would better stand up for them when they are being maligned. Um, so, yeah, it is da- it, so it's dangerous because it's a sin and the impact that this can have. What is the impact that gossip can have on somebody? What are some of the negative consequences of gossip? So on the, on the individual that's gossiping or on the individual that's being gossiped about? The individual who's being gossiped about. Um, <clears throat> well, I would say uh, false rumors about them. Right, like so. What's the, the what's the harm in that? Well, I, I would say people's perception about them changes. Mm, you have changed how what people think about them, right? Whether or not it's true or not, right? So it damages their reputation. Yep, and uh, you know, reputation is is a valuable thing. Now, we don't want to be the kind of people who live for what other people think of us. Yeah. But your reputation does matter. Proverbs twenty two one says, "A good name is to be chosen rather than great yeah. riches, and favor is better than silver." Or gold, or First Peter chapter two verse twelve. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Elders are supposed to be people who have a good reputation, reputation with out outsiders, in the, yep, right? Out in the community. So gossip can damage a person's um, reputation. It can also damage relationships. Yeah, I mean, I think because sometimes people uh, will begin to have this negative view of the other person as 
maybe they didn't have that before because they didn't know kind of what's been gossiped about. Now that they have that information, whether it's true or not, their view of them has changed. And now the relationship can suffer. They might distance themselves from that person. Yep. So um, unity, unity is at stake. Unity is fractured. That's really good. Unity, unity is fractured in the church when gossip is allowed to continue. Absolutely. Now gossip's always going to come up, right? It's, go- it's going to crop up because we are sinners. Yeah. And just like a lie is going to crop up. And so, and we'll talk about how we overcome gossip. But when it does, we need to have the ability, the freedom, and the strength to address that sin and find it far more curious, uh, deadly, really, yeah, than yeah. whatever the gossip is that someone is sharing. Absolutely. So we've got to be able to deal with that. What are, do you do? You have any passages? Um, well, let me just. I'm just going to mention a couple of passages that relate to. Because um, I see you don't have your Bible open. Yeah, yeah uh, my bad, that, dude. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> way to bring a way to not bring your Bible to well, the Reformed on, Baptist pub. All right. I know you don't have room with your cigar ashtray, which is huge. The cigar, <laughs> the the drink, my uh, knives. The lighter, their knives. My, one knife. One knife is mine. One knife, but then the, this that's thing, a recording I'm device. Recording oh. my mic. Come on now. So uh, Ephesians four twenty nine. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Now, this implicitly deals with gossip, right? Absolutely. No corrupting talk. That's what gossip does. It corrupts. Mm -hmm. And uh, you should only be speaking out those things that are going to build somebody up, some things that are appropriate for the occasion, that it gives grace to those who hear. Proverbs 16, 28 says, A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. Again, dealing with the the damage to relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, Proverbs 11, 13, Whoever goes about slandering, Reveals secrets, but he who reveals secrets is, is, is like the, I believe that's the translation of the Hebrew word for gossip. That's frequently what, how it's translated, what it means. So uh, whoever goes about slandering gossips or reveals secrets, therefore do not associate with a simple babbler. That's what a gossip is. So when that talks too much, just letting it go out and just uh, no filter. Yeah. Just like, they're just talking away, sharing things. Uh, One other thing. And this is one of my favorite passages in scripture. I guess I have a lot of those, um, but I, I, I read this early on in my Christian walk. There are six things that the Lord hates. Yep. Now, when I read that, I was like, whoa, God hates these. I mean, like, I don't read that a lot in mm-hmm. scripture. Six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, pride, right? Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are making haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. How, like half of that is dealing with gossip. Three of them, yeah, three of them. Yeah, and there's there six of them, and so there's, uh, and then I guess there's seven. Yeah, yeah. Like half, like 50%. I said half. You said half. Yeah, okay. okay. Good enough. On um, average. So you had to correct me by, in front of everybody. You know, <laughs> say it was just three, not half. You're welcome. All right. So it's like almost half. Um, man. So, and then of course, James, just think about James chapter one, bridling the tongue. So the Bible has a lot to say about oh, this. Yeah. And um, so uh, when there is gossip in the church, um, what should our response be? Well, first, why don't we start with how do you prevent Okay, let's start Good. with there, and then let's go with what happens. I if- like that. I like that better. How do we prevent gossip? By never talking. That would be one way. <laughs> By never Vows talking. Vows <laughs> of silence. You know, you know, you know who never gossips? Nuns, Nuns. during their vow of silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would think on the front end, especially uh, I like, what I like about Redeemer is our covenant. Our member covenant talks about that. Mm-hmm. That we will, one of the things that we covenant to do is to... Uh, Number one, protect the unity of the church. Mm-hmm. And part of that is 
not gossiping, not right. not participating in gossip about another person. Um, and so I think that's that, doing that on the front end puts it on people's mind. But I think it also then helps with uh, when gossip comes up, how we can deal with it, because we've covenanted as members not to participate in gossip right. with each other. And so I think what I love that Redeemer has done with their with their covenant um, is they've, they've had that in there. They've recognized that this could potentially destroy a congregation. Yeah. This could potentially destroy reputations. And so, uh, and because it's so prevalent in churches today, it could, it could spring up pretty quick yeah. and destroy people. So on the front end, if you're going to be a member at Redeemer, we covenant and say we will not participate in gossip. In fact, here it is. It's actually, we have uh, four points in our membership covenant. Uh, the fifth is unspoken that there is uh, no beverage uh, alcohol consumed. Um, really? But, uh, no. <laughs> that was no. That's definitely not in I'm there. I'm about to say, I'm not going to sign. I want to resend my, men- my membership. All right. Number one, I will protect the unity of my church, just like Jimmy said, by acting in love toward other members, mm-hmm. by refusing to gossip. That's another one. Yep. It goes on. Uh, by, by refusing to gossip, and then it lists scriptures, um, that uh, some of which we have already read. Um, I think you're right, Jimmy. I think on the front end, every church, as we're gathering together, as we're bringing new people in, we need to make it clear. Listen, gossip is a real problem in yep. the world. It's a problem that has plagued many churches. It has split churches, and it has ruined lives. We work against that. That's we work right. for unity. Now, but how do you do it? Like, how do you actively... Um, seek to cut off gossip before it starts in a practical sense. So we say, like, we're going to commit to this. Now, how do we practically go about not allowing it to uh, give birth to real problems? uh, For me personally, is that when gossip comes up, if someone tries to share something with me, uh, I will stop them right there. And sometimes when they do share, sometimes gossip is not coming from a bad place. No, no, Sometimes no. it's just they're ignorantly thinking, like not clearly or something, and it Correct. just kind of comes out. Sometimes it's malicious, sometimes but I, not. But I will say to them, hey, that, that's, that's gossip, or that's bordering gossip. Check right. your heart on that. Um, I would encourage you to go talk to the individual directly right. and find out if that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would talk to that individual directly, and I would also speak to whoever said something to you and encourage right. them to do the same and to repent. I'm going to read this quote later, um, but one of the things that Spurgeon said is, and this is just a part of it, if there were no gratified hearers of ill reports, there would be an end of the trade of spreading them. There you go. Right? I mean, it's just like, no. I don't so, want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. So even unwittingly, when we allow people to say things to us, we are participating in that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So you got to shut it down. I think that's right. I think that's right. And that's, that, that's the way that we head it off at the beginning. And listen, we've got to be, you've got to have freedom to do that. Yeah. And that's, now somebody. But see, that's why I like the covenant. The covenant right. gives us freedom. Yeah. You know, yes, scripture does. And I don't, I don't want to downplay right. well, the scripture. Well, the covenant is just a, an expression exactly. of Exactly. But I mean, we've, we've agreed to that together. Yeah, on the front end. On the front end. Covenants are healthy insofar as they're biblical. That's right. um, Not falsely binding people's consciences. Yeah, like spiritual memberships. (laughs) So we're, (laughs) we're, we're, we're really big on our simple, but we think very good covenant. We'll put a copy of the covenant up. I love the covenant as well. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Okay, so you know you want to have it kind of set up as a as a part of your church, as a culture church, and then as you want your leadership to model this for people, right? Absolutely. So in small groups. 
if somebody and like as we pray yep. and we're all sharing our hearts if somebody and i've seen this happen in small groups in the past years where somebody would share something and i would watch either the leader or somebody else go hey you know what I'm just a little uncomfortable. Um, I'm afraid this might be moving in towards gossip. And I'm not saying you're intentionally trying to do that, but let's just not pursue this. And I would encourage you to go talk to that person um, because I just don't think that's appropriate for us to talk about here. Oh, yeah. No, we've done that even in our our CG. Somebody have to tell that to you? Say that to you? (laughs) Where where the leader, uh, whoever that might be, would, uh, like someone would ask a question or say, hey, what's going on with so-and-so and and what's happening here? Yeah, right. And what's the story? What's the story? And I would say, well, there's things, you know, that uh, I would just say, well, we're unsure of what's happening. You know, if you're you're concerned, go talk to that person directly. That's the thing is, there's, there's a part of us that we like that. We like talking about other people and getting into their business. What, what does the Proverbs call it? It's like a morsel. Yeah, right? It's just, it, you just, oh, this is so good. Mm, I can't nom, wait nom, to get nom, into nom, this. Nom, nom, Let's nom, talk nom, about nom. this. Calvin said that it is a sign of a perverse and treacherous disposition to wound the good name of another when he has no opportunity of defending himself. Wow. Yep. Calvin. That's man. good. So, bam. I mean, he wrote that in between killing heretics, of course. Of course. You know, because that's what Calvin did. Yeah. He just killed all the heretics. Well, because they were gossiping. <laughs> No what man. Did you say about my mama? <laughs> Dead. <laughs> so um, how bad is that we laugh at that? Well, because it's silly. Um, we can talk about. You know, we should do a, We should do an episode on Servetus. That would be fun. Let's do it. Uh, all right. So now, when somebody, when you see gossip happening, uh, we, this is how we head it off, right? We talk about it. Uh, we, we we say stop. I'm afraid this is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Not cool. You need to go to that person. And would it, would it be fair to say, like, somebody brings something up in a public format. they like, hey, I heard blah, 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 blah. And you say, no, this is gossip. You need to go and talk to them. Or if you don't, I'm going to go and talk to them about what just happened here. Is that oh, appropriate? Yeah. I think it's appropriate. Yeah. Because their name absolutely. has been brought into question, right? And yes. I would say there have been times when uh, I've encouraged a person, hey, talk to that person. Uh, I'll check back with you. And if you want, I'll come with you just right. to make sure that that happens. Yeah. You know, um, but I'll check in with the person and say, have you met with them? And after the second time, if they said, if it's been like a week or two, then I'm like, you need to talk to the person because this is on my conscience. I'll need to share it with right, them. Right, right, right. All right. So what if though, what if you are the one that is being gossiped about? Mm. And we, everybody's been in this situation, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you kind of hear maybe through the grapevine that there is a rumor about you. I mean, just goodness, all of you that are still in high school or college, Right, like we have a lot of listeners that not a lot, but I think we have a number of listeners. I know yep. we have a number. Well, of listeners. Yeah, of course we have a number because there yeah. is a there's a, there's more there, than there's, there's, a, there's a one number. or more. Yeah, that's there, a there is a number. There job. is a number. Don't well correct, done, don't, Joe. Correct, don't correct me. Fifty <laughs> percent. Um, so these, uh, you, I mean, in high school, there, that is, gossip is such a major thing, and yeah. your reputation. Now, so you start to hear. You don't know who started it. You don't know who said it. But now there's a story out about you that it maybe isn't even true, mm-hmm. or maybe they're sharing your business that isn't of any relevance to anybody else. When, when you become aware that gossip is floating around about you, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, it, that's a hard one because in your scenario, you have no idea where it came from. Yeah. Right. So well, that's just one scenario. I know in that scenario, I think what I would do is, uh, I would just begin praying. Yeah. I would just be, just be praying. I love that you said that. Asking the Lord for, uh, 
for grace, mm-hmm. uh, for you know, forgiveness, to be able to lean on on my identity in Christ, not this false identity that has been brought forward. All right. So the, the extent of our conversation about this topic has been a text that said, hey, when you get here, let's talk about gossip. Yep. Right. Um, and so while Jimmy was driving here, I had the opportunity to just do a little bit of reading. Um, here's what Charles Spurgeon said to back you up. Oh. Spurgeon has your back. There we go. I'll take it. The best way to deal with slander is to pray about it. Mm. God will either remove it or remove the sting from it. Our own attempts at clearing ourselves are usually failures. We are like the boy who wished to remove the blot from his copy and by his bungling made it 10 times worse. Yeah, that's it. So sometimes and oftentimes all you can do and what you really need to do is take this to the Lord. Absolutely. That's Let him be word. your your uh, your shield, your defender, mm-hmm. your protector. All right. So let's say you know, like, hey, man, uh, homeboy said X, Y, Z about you. Uh what, what do you do in that situation? Like, start to finish. What's the first thing you do right there? Well, uh, pray because Spurgeon says pray. And you might want to start punching people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from there, from there, I would seek. Do you, do you talk to the person first that's what who's I right want. there? I mean, the person who's Oh, bringing... sorry, the person that's right there. Yes. Uh, I would say uh, you need to talk to that person, like the individual that you heard that from. Uh, because you're sharing information you shouldn't be sharing. And that's still, that's still gossip. They still need to repent of that. Um, and I would say... that The person who originally shared it. Sorry, so now we got like three... See, when I think of this, it's like three people. So there's the person being slandered about. That's you. There's the case. person being... Uh, or the person that's gossiping. Yep. And then there's that in-between person that brought you that information. Right. Now, they're not gossiping. They're bringing it to you to find out like, whoa, what's going on? Oh, they're asking me what's going on? Yeah. I would then say, hey, listen, I will deal with that individual. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think how it would work. I've feel, never actually had that. I've never do, had that. Do you feel the need to defend yourself? Not to them. I do. Do you really? Oh, my gosh, because I don't want them to think the thing that the person said if it's not true. No, because the, the reason why is I would be talking to that person directly, and I would be asking them. But this person is in the middle. They're in the middle, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think I can defend myself in that situation. I think what I would be saying is uh, that I'm going to be talking to that person. And after it's been squared away with that person, I would be asking them, please go to who you've talked to. See, that's a mature response. The, 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 the pride in me is strong. I, it's like <laughs> the if, dark side if, is strong if, if somebody said, hey, uh, homeboy said that you suck at preaching, mm-hmm. I'd be like, eh, there's a lot of truth in that. It wouldn't bother me. But if somebody said, hey, homeboy says that uh, you're preaching somebody else's sermons, Oh yeah, I, I I would I would feel so compelled to say like first of all, um, I would never ever preach anybody else's sermon. Um, I would want to defend myself to them. That would be my initial imp- mm-hmm. in, in, you know inclination. It'd be hard for me not to, and I'm not saying it's easy. But I think what I'd want to I think it would be more powerful is if that other person comes and says, "Hey, I was wrong." Yeah, for sure. You're right. You're absolutely right. Thanks for coaching me through this, Jimmy. You're welcome, buddy. Um, so uh, you're preaching other people's sermons. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? All right. <laughs> you know why I don't preach other people's sermons? No, don't, don't, don't. You know why I don't preach them? Don't. Because I think mine are better. That's the truth. I, listen, every preacher should think like, nah, I like the way I do it better. I like the way I, like the I, way do, I do it. Yeah. yeah, I like the way I, I, I like the way I do it better than the way that person does it. And the sermon's always better because it's something God's teaching you, yeah, not course, what someone has of taught. Of course, it's for your people and all that. All right. Um, so now you've heard... 
or you've even overheard mm-hmm. homeboy or homegirl saying yep, yep. XYZ about you, you go to them. I would go to them. All right. What do you do? What do you say? I would say, hey, listen. This is after you've prayed, so you don't tackle them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just, uh, I would say, hey, listen, uh, I'm hearing through the grapevine, and I've heard from this person. I would actually just name the person, because that's, yeah. that's the thing with gossip is everyone tries to do it in secret. Everything's like, don't, sh- don't, don't share this. Can, can you just keep this between us? No, I'm not keeping this. This got to be out in the light, man, because you'll figure out really fast, uh, you know, the cockroaches, they scuttle. They scuttle away when the lights are turned on. Are you calling gossips cockroaches? Yeah. I yeah. agree. Go. Yeah, they'll be here after the nuclear war. <laughs> right. So, oh, that's the rebuilding of humanity? <laughs> Gossips? Awesome. Trump's Twitter account will reign. <laughs> you can't kill that thing. You can't kill that Twitter account. Those tweets live on. <laughs> Russia can't even stop it. Oh, no, man. Russia built it. Go. So, anyway, so go to the person. <laughs> I, I heard someone say that. Yeah, no, we're, not, uh, we're not sharing no. gossip here, guys. No, no, no. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, Russell, no, Moore, I, I, Russell Moore told me that. Russ Moore told me that. Oh, did he? Russ Moore. I think it was Russ Moore. Am the I most despicable about- person with an evil heart? <laughs> <laughs> He's so bad. Russ Moore, you're bad. Um, All right, so you go to that person go to, and you I, say, I, "This is what's up. This is what I'm hearing from these people. Uh, I, I want to hear from you what exactly it is you said." That's good. That's good. Give them a chance to say it. Give them a chance. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that there was a misunderstanding. Now, they're going to backpedal. By and large, they're going to backpedal. Okay. Like, no, it's, you know, I kind of like. And okay. In the end, though, it's going to be clear that they were gossiping. Now, now what is your exhortation to them? Say, hey, man, uh, I just want you to know I, I do love you. I, I wish you would have brought this to me if you had a concern because we could have dealt with this. Yeah. I could have shared with you my heart or clarified issues mm-hmm. or even apologize if there were, you know, if I, I would apologize for anything I have done wrong. Yeah, I, I would humble. like to have made this right with you as members, uh, as as Christians. Uh, I I would have wanted the the Matthew eighteen here. Right, you got a problem? Come to me. And if there is no problem, why are you involved? Yeah, and so then then I would just say, if you could do me a favor, man, I would really appreciate if you went back to those people and clarified what was said. You don't want to say. Now here's what I need you to do. I need you to go back to that person and set this straight. You could say it like that. That's I, how I would I, say I'm it. just saying it in a better way. Yeah. Well, I, I don't you're, know. I guess you're, you're giving them an option. Way. You're giving, giving them, them the option not to. You're right. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think like it's better that. to say that. You got to exhort them. This is Nine a rebuke. times out of ten, I feel like they would. Once they're caught. Not if you tell them. You're, all, tell you're them. all nice. You're all like, hey, man, you know. Because I like to get people, I'm assuming that they're going to do the right thing. The Spirit of God's going to work in their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're assuming that, but you're telling them, like, you know, it's not really a big deal. If you don't, it's fine. No, it's a big deal. Yeah, but you're like, you know, if you can. Now I'd say, hey, well, yeah, 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 if you can't. All right, fair enough. Either way, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, you know what I, I heard about you recently? Oh, here we go. I he- I've heard some things about you. What'd you hear about me? Well, um, I don't know if we should talk about it on the podcast, but I, I have heard that um, that when you uh, write your articles, that you are taking them from other blogs. And when I heard that, I, I, I knew that it wasn't true because – they have been so under-edited and they're so incoherent that... I, so I didn't take that gossip seriously. I was oh, just I'm like, glad. no yeah, way, yeah. dude. That's not... And I just showed them what you actually... Write, and they're like, oh, okay, never mind. That's right. That's so mean. <laughs> That's so mean. You're going back to how terrible my article was? Well, your article was... Um, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. You say good stuff in there. It just doesn't really have an outline that works. Okay, you know what? Let's continue. Come on. Okay. Thanks so, for slandering me on the air. So, all right. So I want to read this quote from Spurgeon yep, on go. God. And actually, this one I got from a friend of ours, Ray Van Nest. He has a, a blog, uh, Oversight of Souls. And you know he put this up back in 08. 
And so he was, uh, he was preaching on Psalm 15. He was reading Spurgeon's uh, Treasury of David. And here is the quote. Now, there's lots of words with THs on the end of it, so I'm going to try and say this without tripping over myself. Here we go. Here we go. He is a fool. No, actually, this is the scripture, right? Nor taketh up reproach against his neighbor. All right. He is a fool, if not a knave, who picks up stolen goods and harbors them. Right? So you take up stolen goods and keep them. Yep. In slander as well as robbery. The receiver is as bad as the thief. If there were not gratified hearers of ill reports, there would be an end of the trade of spreading them. Trapp says that the tail bearer carrieth the devil in his tongue and the tail hearer carries the devil in his ear. Mm. The original may be translated endureth, implying that it is a sin to endure or tolerate tail bearers. Show that man out, we would say, of a drunkard, yet it is very questionable if his unmanly behavior will do us so much mischief as the tail bearer insinuating uh, stories about people. Call for the policeman, we would say, if we see a thief at his business. Ought we to feel no indignation when we hear a gossip at her work? Mad dog, mad dog is a terrible hue and cry, but there are few curs whose bite is so dangerous as the busybody's tongue. Fire, fire is an alarming note, but the tail bearer's tongue is set on fire of hell. And those who indulge it had better mend their number, manners, or they may find that there is fire and hell for unbridled tongues. Our Lord spake evil of no man, but breathed a prayer for his foes. We must be like him, or we shall never be with him. Good words from Spurgeon on gossip. Listen, we all need to repent of our sins, all of them. We Absolutely. Repent of all known sins specifically. And if it's gossip, we need to deal with that. If we've gossiped about other people, we need to go to them and ask for their forgiveness. If you've been gossiped about, pray, just like Jimmy said, pray hard. And if you need to, then go and talk to that person and see if they can set it right. Don't go to them in anger. Don't go to them to punish them, but go to them to address the issue and express that you've been hurt, that the ninth commandment has been broken and that, that God has been dishonored in this. And let's see the spirit go to work because really, you know, when, when, the, when the true Christian is confronted on his or her sin, they feel the conviction and they are led by the Spirit to do what is right. Any final thoughts, Jimmy? I see you're on your phone, so I don't know if you're looking up scripture or not. No. You're, you're, you're playing on, on social media. Okay. Jace, All right. Sorry, Jace Williamson just had a baby. I was telling him congratulations. Cool. I don't know that guy. Yeah, it's a beautiful photo. All right. Um,. Jimmy, if people want to support the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say. I just, come on, do it later. <laughs> do it later. We're doing our thing here. All right, go. What do we, how, do, how can people uh, be a part of the podcast? Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. The best way is to head on over to our website, click on the sign up page and get on our email list. That way you can stay up to date with everything D&D. You can head on over to Amazon and leave an honest five-star review for Joe's three new books on the church. Leave a, leave a five-star review on iTunes for the podcast, too. Yeah, 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 but we've already got enough of those. No, we don't. We you, got like 300. Yeah, you need more for your books. Nah. You need more. I got like more. five reviews, and one of them is like, this book is terrible. That's all right. Yeah, you need more. Four out of five. That's like half yeah. of them are good, right? No, that's, that's 50%. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts, uh, hopefully, on Wednesdays. If Jimmy's I got can, a lot of if editing. If I can edit his by one. And video content at some point on Fridays. No, I'm going to keep saying it because we're going to do it. We just got to find the right time. All right, let's do it. Later. <laughs>